The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, December 11th, 2021. Do you want to know a secret? How about a whole bunch of secrets? How about the dirtiest secrets in the cigar industry? Well, buckle up, everybody, and welcome to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Telling secrets today. Going to get myself in trouble. Going to get myself in trouble today. Jonathan will get to his trouble in just a minute. But first, let's light up the first cigar of the day, Barry Stein. Oh, what did you just do? I, I, always, I always does do it every it. week. Every week. <laughs> yeah. Every week for six years. Uh, today's first cigar is the Alec Bradley Project 40 Maduro, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Alec Bradley. The size is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Brazilian Habano binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime, and a single will set you back $5.89, while a box of 24 is $124.99, which comes out to just $5.20 per cigar. That's a saving to just over $16 or 12% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. I would say that is a value cigar. $5.20 by the box. It's pretty valuable. I'll also say it's a very secretive cigar, and that's why it was chosen this week. Project 40 Maduro Experimental Series. Very secretive. What's going on here? Why is it an experiment? Is it going to continue? What's going on with the cigar? Are we smoking some sort of chip that's going to end up in our brains? I don't know. We're going to control Very secretive. Were there 39 projects before this? I don't know. In the cigar industry, that's quite possible. <laughs> but for this cigar, do you think this yeah, is Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It's an experiment. Experimental series. Huh. Just experimenting here. Or is it just some sort of ploy to get us to smoke it? I don't know, but we're going to do it. So let's light it up. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay. Even cutting this is its kind of chewy, wouldn't you say? Very leathery. Leather, like cutting through leather. The outside wrapper, you said, which is San Andreas. Yes, yes. sir. Mexican San Andreas, Brazilian Habano binder. It's very earthy on the cold draw. I got to cut it again. I need a cut, little more cut, but I have my own cutter, so I can do that. 
earthy and a little a little raisin sweetness going on. There's a little floralness too. Wow, I'm a little. You're tight. a little floral. I'm a little tight here. Hmm. Mine's on the snug side. It's not. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a tight draw, but it is on the snug side for a robusto. We're going to light our cigar today with the Blizzard by Vertigo. The Blizzard by Vertigo. Wow, you already had it up there, Ed. I didn't even notice that. Uh Features single action. You press the button down. The lid pops open. Three jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You got double wall protection, easy adjustment, all for the low price of $9.99. That is the Blizzard by Vertigo. Yeah, Jonathan, there's a reason for that. I hadn't checked the camera shot before the show, and it just so happened to be dead on. Oh, perfect. <laughs> dead on balls accurate. It's an industry term. Is it? My cousin Vinny reference. <laughs> okay. I thought it was three quarters past top dead center. <clears throat> ah, that is two. That is two. So while uh, we announced last week the Sky Authority's 12-year anniversary weekend uh, that's coming up. If you didn't catch it, I'll tell you about it right now. We have 40 tickets available total for this event. 20 of them are sold. We're halfway point in, in yeah. seven days, right? Did we do that at, on the show, right? Yeah, we did mm-hmm. it at the end of the show, so we're almost at a full seven. Okay. So it will be April 1st through 3rd, Friday through Sunday. And you can fly in on the Thursday if you want uh, because the events start at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. But if you can get the flight, if you're flying in, if you're driving up or whatever, you do whatever you I want. Mean, yeah, they can fly in now if they want. They could. They could. Um, you got to get yourself here. you got to get yourself to the host hotel, uh, which is in Salem, New Hampshire, the La Quinta. Um, you got to get your hotel room at La Quinta. And then from there, we'll take it all from there, and we'll drop you off there on Sunday afternoon, maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then... You're all set at that point. So you can base your, your thing around there. If you have to miss something, you miss something. We'll save the cigars for you. But maybe you don't want to miss something when you hear some of the things. By the way, it's $399 per person. Um, and there's only 40 tickets. 20 are gone. So we're down to 20 left. You're going to get a cigar adventure, two breakfasts, one lunch, two dinners, 14 cigars, prizes, surprises. It'll be well worth it. We will have... Um, not buses, what do you want to call them? Shuttles. Shuttles. Uh, four different shuttles that will be taking you from place to place. Your drivers on the shuttle, which we're going to let you know, are us four. So you will choose which one you're not choose. You're going to be luck of the drawer of T- tipping, who you're going to get. Tipping is optional for the drivers? No, no tipping allowed. No tipping? No, no tipping. We're not allowed We're going to have tip. to talk about what I'm getting paid. Though. All right. <laughs> Um, you want then, the nickel now or later, Ed <laughs> Sullivan? It may not be in the budget. You may be tipping them. It could be. It could be. So uh, we'll, we'll be each have a different shuttle bus, and we'll take them uh, to and from uh, the the events, one of them being America's Stonehenge. How yes. do you want me to say it? Henge. I heard you talking on the ash holes about my pronunciation. Hedge. You were saying hedge before. Henge. It's a henge. Stonehenge. Anyway. You heard that, huh? I did. Uh. I hear it all. I hear you talking <laughs> shit about me on there. We have a winner with a fried chicken dinner, which would be um, uh, real fried chicken. and Depends on who's cooking it. <laughs> uh, we're also going to do Cigar Authority trivia, classic three-way competition, smoking karaoke. We're going to have uh, the Ash Holes. You'll meet the Ash Holes and see them record a show live. 
We have music from Jason Land, the Cigar Ninja. If you remember, we had him a couple of years ago. Guitar Ninja. I always do that, too. Cigar Ninja, yeah? Yeah. Guitar Ninja. Um, And Sammy B., Jonathan's brother. We've created the band and the Cigar Band. Uh, we'll be there. We I have, see what you did there. It's very punny. <laughs> there we band. go. Uh, we have uh, Garofalo Smoking Pizza Party. Uh, see who has the best pizza. You live broadcast at the Cigar Authority. There's so much going on, uh, and we're going to be adding things as, as it's going on, and we'll see what ends up happening. So three ninety nine if you want tickets. Where do you go, Barry? You go to thecigarauthority.com on the right-hand side. You will see the graphic for the 12th anniversary Extravaganza, click that. It'll take you to two guys. Sounds better. Yeah. Take that to uh, take the that will take you to two guyscigars dot com where you could purchase your ticket, <laughs> or if you just go to two guyscigars dot com in the search box, just type Cigar Authority and it'll be one of the and items listed. Dave, strictly speaking, it's only been five days that've been for sale because they went on sale. Oh, Monday, Monday. 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 Yeah. So exactly five days. Yeah. Okay, it's been five days. We're halfway done. Yeah. So at this rate, we should be done by Friday. Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah, sure. Yeah? Why not? We'll see. Uh, don't wait. It's not going to be the same without you. We want you here, especially if you're a fan of the Cigar Authority. Um, we haven't even really told regular customers. We're just telling the Cigar Authority, so we can fill this up in two seconds if we want to. Yeah, but, but we want you. We want Cigar Authority people. Yeah. All right, so today, uh, biggest secrets revealed. Uh, let's get to that. Um, I, can I get to a couple things first? Okay. I need to apologize for my slapdick comments on the after show last week concerning Romacraft. After a conversation with Skip and Mike, I was shown that their company is healthy and thriving. Even in these trying times, they have sold every single one of their 1 million cigars they make every year for the last five years. There is not now, nor has there ever been a supply chain issue. When many other manufacturers in Nicaragua were laying off rollers, Romacraft cigars kept theirs. They are a healthy company. I spoke out of school, and I'm sorry. Mr. Jonathan got in trouble. <laughs> why, why did I find joy in that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Tr- because it's usually me, and it's going to be me today. I'm going to say some shit, and I'm going to get in trouble. And, and oh, that's you all are getting it. in trouble yeah. today. I got one other thing here. Um, someone sent us. They did not sign the card. But Merry Christmas to my Cigar Authority and Ash Holes slash Heels friends. Please find the perfect cigars for pairing with my hometown cookies. But there's no signature. But they did send us some cookies. So uh, that thank was you. that red what, box. What the, what the yeah. fuck? Where are the cookies? You should see you guys the packaging. Are, you guys are on all on sh- diets. I'm not. No, you're the only one that's on I'm a diet. diet. Yeah. I put you self-imposed. I will have a cookie. Where are yeah, they? Where, where's my goddamn cookie? Wait till you see the packaging. This thing opens up. Really. Like, in the in this different level. That's levels. a different. That's a different. That was a different thing. Oh really? That's yeah. Different? This was different. Oh all right. <laughs> all right. Never mind. Never this mind. A, this was a nice thing somebody did. The other thing was very nice. It gave us free cookies. Yes, it's good. You right. ate them all, didn't you? <clears throat> I didn't eat a single one. Of course he didn't eat. Well, any. what did you do with them? I gave them to the guys. But it wasn't for, for them. them. It was for us. Yeah, that's that. That ship sailed. <laughs> Whoa, the last thing anyone on this panel needs is a freaking cookie. So what the hell kind of shit is that? We received a gift, and you kept it away from the people it was given to. Who are you to make that decision? I want, a, I want an apology. <laughs> apology. That's, <laughs> I want an apology on that. Uh, yeah. You, Somebody sent us a gift, and you gave are not it giving away. it to us. You gave it to someone else? You re-gifted our gift. I didn't re-gift anything. I said, hey, guys, there's cookies. They're not cookies. There are cookies. 
You gave away our gift. It's like getting and bringing a mac and cheese over to somebody's house <laughs> and leaving with it. Wow, there's a serious problem with you. Yeah. I think the, the folks at Romacraft were right. <laughs> Slapdick was the word. <laughs> that so, is the word. So the Slapdick gave away our cookies. He did. Oh, well. So he does it to everybody. So just don't take it personal. He's just an <laughs> asshole. Not an asshole. All right. Seriously. Don't you think there's something wrong with what you did? We received a gift. We don't even get to see it. You no. gave it away. I didn't want him to go bad. <laughs> so friggin' wrong. It's Came ridiculous. in on Monday. Next time I won't say thank you. I'll just keep it to myself, and then you'll never no, know. No, next time you'll give the gift to the... Something came in the mail addressed to the Cigar Authority, and you didn't give it to the Cigar Authority. You gave it away and said thank you to the guy and let us know we didn't even see it. If you'd I'm like, asking about the packaging. Oh, it was fine. You can't even show me the packaging. If, if you'd like to know, it was addressed to me that it came to. So let me look at this. On the uh, out Merry of Christmas to the Cigar Authority. Yeah, that's the note that was inside. By the way, it came in on Monday. The assholes record on, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Nope, can't, can't, get, got to get rid of it. Please find, pair the right cigars with these hometown cookies. Gave it away to people. So I'm sorry to the guy that sent this to us. We never got the gift. I'm sure it was beautiful, and I appreciate the, the sentiment. Thought. But it's very thoughtful. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Yeah, what is wrong with you? I'll, I'll sign up for therapy this week. <laughs> so good. It's, it's somebody's going to get rich. He, certain things he, he's eating, and it's affecting his brain. Right. So if a check comes in for Dave, do you give that to somebody else? I uh, usually deposit those. All the right. account that it goes in is a little fuzzy, though. <laughs> you don't even think there's something wrong with what you did after we're telling you there is. Do you see the error of your ways? No. Well, That's the problem. I'm doing it again. If another thing comes in, I'm getting rid of those two. And you're welcome. No, so, not you're welcome. For for our listeners. Maybe, maybe I wanted to give it to somebody I wanted to give it to. Yeah. For our listeners and viewers in the future, th send things to Barry Stein or Dave. Because they He actually, said it was addressed to him. I don't believe it. No. I don't even believe that. You don't and he's got it? no proof to it because he threw that out too. Yeah. He doesn't eat cookies, so he, he gave these away so we don't eat them. I'm we eat them. Surprised he how didn't about I throw, just away, throw them away? How about I go in the refrigerator right now and throw all your broccoli and cucumbers away? <laughs> Stop how talking. would you like that? Stop talking crazy. And first of all, no one <laughs> sent me broccoli. If someone sent me broccoli and you gave the broccoli away, I would not have this reaction. You know what? He'd probably share the broccoli with us. I would. Of course. <laughs> if you'd like to send broccoli, it's 304 South Broadway, Salem, New Hampshire. Skip was right. Make sure it's organic. <laughs> he was right. You got to call a spade a spade here. That's it. Or a slap dick a slap dick. That's it. <laughs> Biggest secrets revealed. UFOs have recently been told that that really exists. Uh, Area 51, not much big of a secret. Bigfoot turns out to be Steve Saka. I didn't know that. JFK assassination, uh, not exactly what happened according to uh, the information that's out there. Today, I got a whole bunch, uh, and we'll get to that um, right now. So let's look. Um, if you're a big cigar geek, this, this is a warning to you. If you're a big cigar geek or a Cuban cigar fan, uh, fanboy, uh, I don't want to ruin your fantasy. Uh, because what we're going about to talk about is uh, information that you might not want to hear. Um, so uh, just skip this episode, and, and we'll catch you next week. Uh, and I'm expecting to hear 
lots of negative shit to me, maybe from manufacturers, maybe from growers, maybe from who, who knows what. But here it is. Today, we will tell you the cigar world's dirtiest secrets. Send all your complaints and problems to Mr. Jonathan <laughs> at com. Mr. Jonathan at CigarAuthority.com. Uh, we are all, um, are all the cigars different from each other? Are small batch limited releases one and dones, or do they live, or do they have they had a past? Example of this is when Davidoff pulled the curtain back and told everyone that their four new limited releases, the Avo Unexpected Lines, in December of 2019, were the exact same cigars that were on the shelf for years. The Avo Unexpected Celebration, the yellow one, was the Avo XO. The Avo Unexpected Moment was blue. And that was the Avo Domain. The Avo Unexpected Tradition was green. It was the Avo Heritage. And the Avo Unexpected Passion, the red one, was Avo Classic. Although people were angry and felt duped over the truth, this is what happens most of the time. Some factories make some extra cigars from a lot of different brand owners and house brands. The only difference is the packaging, the bands, the boxes, even in a bundle. If you match them up size by size, when you think they're the same, sometimes they are the same. Punch and Hoya de Monterey, for instance, from Honduras, are the same cigar. They told me so in the early 90s. Just because one of the lines uh, is the same exact cigar as the other one, but we, they told me it because I had ordered both of them, and I said, no, I need both of them for a different customer. That wanted Hoy de Monterey. We had Punch. He wanted Hoy de Monterey. It's the same exact thing. Then later on, I'm out of Hoy de Monterey, and I say to the guy, hey, just so you know, Punch is the same exact cigar. He says, no, they're not. And I said, it's the same exact cigar. Mm-hmm. They told me. And he tried and say, no, they're not the same exact cigar. Then I got to wait for Hoy de Monterey to come in. He comes in, and I smoke them side by side, and they are the same <laughs> exact cigar. There was a company called Brick Hanauer a long time ago. Uh, they had a bunch of different lines of cigars. They were in Massachusetts. They were a distributor of Atoro Fuente and La Gloria Cubana in the late 80s and the early 90s. They actually had a few different blends of their own brands, and they had low price boxes, higher price boxes, and bundles. Turns out all the cigars were exactly the same. No kidding. And they were just packaged differently, and that was it. Some factories only have a few brands, period. A few blends, that's all they have, and they make a lot of brands for other people, including themselves, in different lines, and they are the same. So there's the first reveal well, of and then what the, it is. The opposite can be true for mail-order cigars. They are not the same as the things that are in right, the retailers. Right. But this happens. Does it happen to everybody? No. Does it exist? I promise you it does, because I've seen it. I know it does. And maybe that's a surprise to some people. When I said to that man that the punch and the Coy de Monterey were the same, they were the same. The bands were different on each one. Uh, actually, they were unbanded at, that, yeah, at the at beginning. That time they at were that time, they were unbanded. Later mm-hmm. on, they became banded cigars. As time went on, are they the same today? I don't know. That was, again, in the 90s, but they were the same exact product uh, actually, the company isn't even the same. That was Villazon, who later became General right. Cigar. So who knows what ended up happening? What, what I do know is they're not the same cigars as they were before. Yeah. Sure. Again, it's totally different. Yeah, in those days, I always smoked the Hoyo de Monterey, and you told me 
well, I don't have those. It's the punch. It's the same. So I bought those. And you know what? They were. It was the same. It's the same. I mean, I smoked, you know, at least two boxes, and they were 50 counts every month. Yeah. So I would know if it's not the same. Right, right. So, um, listen, I saw I saw that so many places, um, but... And I, I'm not trying to hurt the people out there. I'm just trying to tell you what it is. Love cigars, and but it, that gives you a second option. If this one is the same exact as that one, and one is out, get the other one, even though you don't like the color of the band or something, if you know that that's the same as the other product uh, that's on there. So uh, right now, let's get to the poll question of the week. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And a few people have written in saying that I'm a little over the top when I bust on Mr. J over here. Uh, so I asked you, should I stop? And uh, 68% of you said I'm perfect as I am. Oh, God. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's perfect as it is. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> because you, something's wrong there. Uh, over 23% say I need to do it more, so be forewarned, slapdick. How many? 20 what? It's almost 24%. All right. Uh, just under 8% say I need to tone it down, and nobody said I need to stop. I'm on there in the, that 8% <laughs> of uh, tone it down a little bit, but... I mean, come up with some new jokes, right. but you walk into them all the time. <laughs> all right, let's continue with this because I got I got a lot of them. I can go I can go all day long with these things. Uh, and again, causing trouble. There's some manufacturer out there that I just told maybe the people at Hoy de Monterey again Hoy de Monterey and Punch. Just an example because the, the the company themselves had told me that way back then. Could be a totally different cigar today. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a long time ago. We have Punch Rothschild. We don't have Hoy de Monterey Rothschild. Correct. And over the years, I needed more space, and it was the same exact thing. I go, I'm going with one of these things because I need the space. Maybe it's a different product now. I don't know. Uh, okay, which takes me to Cuba. And uh, what is the difference between most Cuban cigar brands? March 16, 2015, Dave's trip to Cuba legally. We did a podcast on this, and I went back to go listen to it. March 16th, 2015, Dave's trip to Cuba legally. You can only find that on an audio podcast, and there's some music things that were in it. That's why YouTube took, took it down, but it's still there in the podcast world. So go to your favorite podcast catcher if you want to end up hearing this. Um, we also did an editorial on it. You can go to the thecigarauthority.com and Put Dave's trip to Cuba and the you editor. literally could just Google that phrase. It's been pulled up yeah. enough times. This was the single most controversial episode and editorial that I ever wrote on the Cigar Authority podcast. It is called "Smoking Pie and Eating Pie with Cuba." What a terrible name for a for the episode, by mm-hmm. the way. It wasn't you, Ed Sullivan. No. It was before you. It was General Ch- Gentleman Chuck Morrison. But the reason why it was called Smoking Pie and Eating Pie, it was March 16, 2015. Mm. That was 31415, which we know is pie. 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 Yeah. Uh, you so, know, if somebody sent us pie, Jonathan probably wouldn't share that either. <laughs> I know. But I brought pie, and I actually made a cigar for that episode, mm-hmm. uh, which was pie with the pie symbol on it and stuff. And um, that, that was a one and done there. Um, but be- because that was the whole premise of it, not knowing what I was going to say on that show, because I had just come back from Cuba, um, it, was a, it was episode 
basically doing what I'm doing now is telling everything that I saw that I believed was one way and saw that it was a different way. The podcast is still there. YouTube took it down, as I told you. Uh, I love listening to the show, actually. Um, I you tell had you, said that. Don't go back to old ones, but the freaking commercials were awesome. <laughs> Problem with the commercials, I think, because music that was playing in yep. the background of things is probably what took it down. But if you want, to check it out. March 16, 2015, Dave's trip to Cuba legally. So let's get into it a little. Do they make Potagas at the Potagas Cigar Factory in Cuba? So there was a factory called the Potagas Factory, very well known. By the way, they don't make cigars there at all. Uh, It's been shut down. It was very dilapidated. This is still a store in there, but as far as the rolling facility, no more. Um, And the answer to that is sometimes. So it's the Potagas Factory, and they make Potagas at the time sometimes there. If the color is correct, do they make Hoya de Monterey at the Hoya de Monterey factory? Sometimes if the color is correct, because they're all the same. Every single one of them is the same cigar. It's the same tobacco in the same combination in the same thing. It holds true if the sizes match up correctly. And I know it because I saw it. I got killed I saw it myself. I went in with a fresh set of eyes to to take a look myself. We had already been on the Perdomo trip. So you start to know how to be able to tell the difference between wrapper, binder, filler by looking at it, by feeling it. And you just, you're watching the guy from the row that's making Monte Cristo that day come over and get the same percentage from each bale. Well, where it was happening was after they rolled these nude cigars, cigars without bands on them, they take them to the sorting table. They sort, and after they sort for color, it moves into another area. And the same cigars go to two different people. The darker ones become Cohiba, the lighter ones became Romeo and Juliet or Monte Cristo, or as low down as Hoya de Monterey um, for the lightest of all. And then packaged I saw it's the same thing, and you will pay, say, $20 for a Cohiba and $8 for a Hoya de Monterey, where it was the same exact product. And I saw it, and I said it, and oh, my God. It, you know, <laughs> you tell the truth sometimes, and uh, you get fought big time over it. Um, some brands are the same size than other brands that determines that they will be, what they will be is the final color. They are the same. And I saw it with my own eyes. Now, this is not every single cigar, and that's why I premised it by Mm -hmm. if they're the same size. Now, take the Cohiba Bahique, for instance. It's got a little flag on the top. So no other cigar has that little fan top thing. Therefore, it's a different product. And no, I did not see them making that because they don't even make it there. But these other ones of... It's a it's it's either I I have a torpedo and I said is this a Monte Cristo torpedo there was no band on it and they go that or Rabania or uh, you know and it could be this this or this because the guy doesn't know that he's saying he, he should wrong. be saying something different to you yeah so after that I heard from everyone cigar media cigar customers hmm. uh, manufacturers brand owners family the Cuban fanboys hated me for oh, lying boy. yeah for lying um, Cuban owned. Uh, cigar manufacturers from Honduras, Nicaragua, uh, Dominican Republic, they applauded me secretly. They say, I'm glad somebody finally said it. 
and I heard directly from top officials from Tabacuba. Uh, they did not applaud. Um, <laughs> that was tough stuff. That was a few hours of, um, you know, me saying that I do something wrong here. I wrote, again, we're a free country, and we got to appreciate that. You can't say that stuff over there. Uh, but little excuses and things like that, but... Believe me, I got it right. I'm, I'm, all these years, it's seven years ago, I'm, it holds true. Um, do they grow the best tobacco in Cuba? No. Uh, they don't remove the flowers, the suckers from the plants. Um, there's little fertilization. It's overgrown plantations. They have no motivation to be the best that there is. Is their product different? Yes, Absolutely, it's a different product. Uh, it has a different taste to it. It has different... Well, if you plant the same orange seed, and you've said this example before, in Florida or California, you're going to have two different tasting oranges, and it's the same seed. Right, right. So if you want more of this, what I'm talking about of there, just go back to that old episode, March 16, 2015. Dave stripped the Cuba legally, and you can get more of it. So I'm done with the Cuban part of it for now. Uh, so you can unblock your ears. Yeah. Um, so thoughts here on the secret project here, this, this top secret project number 40. Do we want to go strength? Because I put the poll to the chat room. Okay. And uh, I got a number. I'll go first. I'll go five. I'm with Barry on the five. It is light. If I had gone first, I might have said four, but I'll stay really? five. Uh, I do have a tight draw. Um, this is something anybody can like. It's, mm -hmm. it's not too mild that you're not going to like it, and it's certainly not too strong. Looking at a dark wrapper, this is a perfect example of a dark wrapper. You say, oh, it's strong. It's not strong at all. Four or five uh, in strength. Uh, the price is unbelievable at $5 and change. Um, it's true. Really good. So 30% of the chat room says four or less. Five, uh, 62% say five or six. 6% 6 say seven or eight. Wow. Nobody says nine or ten. I had Seven five or, or six. Eight, really? Yeah, I was between five and six. Boy, I find I find it enjoyable, tasty, a uh, little bit of a tight draw. But when you pay five dollars for a cigar, you should be okay with that. That uh, if any, anything happens like that, very very good. Uh, experimental series. What's the experiment? Do you know anything? Is this brand continuing? Is it? No, I think it might have had something to do with one his with his sons or something. Um, but I tried to find out. Why it was experimental, couldn't find out any information. Yeah, we, I know we continue to order it, mm -hmm. and then we still get it. Yeah, so, so it's, it's an ongoing experiment. Ongoing, ongoing experiment. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, Maduro means ripe, but to a cigar smoker, it means dark. Manufacturers tell how they cultivate Maduro one way, and they do it eight different ways, and I'll explain all those ways when we come back. Lots of dirty secrets to reveal, and I'm going to do it all. Right here on the Cigar Authority. We're live on the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. 
And we are back, and we're smoking the Project 40 Alec Bradley Maduro, the experimental series, the secret cigar. Uh, what's the experiment? Is there a secret behind it? So on the side of the cigar, it says Project 40 is the search to find a deeper understanding as to why cigars have a positive cognitive impact on the mind and body similar to music. Cigars have a take control of your happiness and signed Alan Rubin. I don't believe it. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe the cookie <laughs> Mr. Jonathan just gave me. Oh, he uh, took uh, it from anything, from a different yeah. cookie thing, and said, here's a cookie. Were they all oatmeal? Out. Maybe I didn't want an oatmeal. Maybe I wanted to select my own. Right, because it's not there. He took it from the big <laughs> red box. It was a big red box full of cookies. Uh. Which, who was that written to? I don't know. That came in on my day off. Oh, that's why it's still here. You didn't get to throw it away. <laughs> Don't ever take cookies away from fat people. Don't ever fucking yeah, what do What the it. fuck is wrong with you? God. It's candy from a baby. It's cookies from a fat guy. The mistake that I made was saying thank you. That's the lesson that I learned. No, it isn't. It's unfortunate that it's a lesson you learned. Dave, this came in for you. Here you go. Crazy. Hmm. I don't know. This... Is there any, I don't know what to do. There's nothing you can do. Nothing we can do for him. All right. Hey, Ed, on the ash holes on Tuesday, you need to ask the panel if they got any of the cookies. I will. They, cool. He, he knows they didn't. He was there. <laughs> there wasn't. You guys had something, though. You had something. I made something. It was really good. It was reddish. It was reddish, yes. It was a uh, cranberry. It was cranberry good. crumble bar. Yeah. Tart and sweet and oh, delicious. It was delicious. Like the, probably those cookies that are gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who knows? All right. We're giving uh, some dirty secrets away here. And uh, let me get to the next one. Why are all, all, what are all the ways to make tobacco leaves Maduro? To my knowledge, there is eight that are done. There may be more, but I know of eight of them. Probably the only one that is widely discussed today uh, is... Uh, let's call it the natural way. Number one, you wet dried tobacco leaves and you put them in hands of six leaves. You tie the stems and you create a compost pile of the leaves. You, pi you pile it up as much as four feet tall. You cover it. You wait till the pile turns about 110 to 120 degrees. You break it down and you reset the pile from top to bottom, from inside to outside, and you do the same. Rinse and repeat a few more times. This process can last months. During this fermenting process, the pressure and the heat will darken the wrappers and will give some of them Maduro, hmm. depending on the type of tobacco. Also, the pressure will bring out some of the oils of the tobacco to make it dark and shiny. That is what most people know. That's what most people are told. And, but there are other ways. And those other ways aren't talked about very often, uh, but they're used an awful lot. So let's get to the other ways that it's used. And right now, there's manufacturers out there cringing. Their buttholes just tightened. Yeah, tightened up. So the next one is, we'll call it pressure and oil. Six to ten leaves are placed on wax paper. And another sheet of wax paper is put on. And another six leaves to ten leaves are put on. And another piece of wax paper is put on again and again. Next, that pile is put between wood and pressure is applied via a vise. This causes the natural oils to come out. 
The wrapper is now placed in a plastic bag and refrigerated to become even more evenly colored and darker. Hmm. And that creates there. So the pressure. It really is a, it's more of a bruising process than it is a darkening process that, that pressure and speed. It makes it darker. It does make it darker, darker. but it's more of a bruise. Okay. Another way to do it is to rub it. You wet the tobacco leaf and you roll it in a ball like dough. And you could possibly, instead of water, a water mixed with a dark red wine into the water and rolling it will create it to get even more darker. And you'll, you'll see those extra added ingredients and stuff used. A lot of people do it. They mix things in with the water. We'll get deeper into that as we go along. But that rolling it into the ball. So if you ever take a cold draw and a cigar and you taste the remnants of wine or you taste grapes, there's a reason for yeah. that. And there's one specific brand without mentioning it that I can think of that exactly, so I now know what method they use. <laughs> yes. As you end up knowing more, the more you know, the more you know. Then start connecting the dots here. The next one is cook it. So you create a steam box, very hot, where you add tobacco stems and some scraps with the wrapper, and you are trying to get it dark by steam. After cooking the tobacco, it is removed from the hot box and put into a freezer, one extreme to the other for three days. And all of a sudden, you got dark, dark tobacco. And this is, uh, if you've ever done this with freezing garlic, you, you can take frozen garlic out of the freezer and use it to cook right there. But if you take the frozen garlic out of the freezer and put it in the fridge, it turns opaque. That's the nature of garlic. But in the case of tobacco, again, it's another shock. It's another bruising type process. And not to say anything's wrong with this, any of these methods right. or anything. I'm just telling you other methods of doing it that you typically do not hear about. Um, I don't know. They're not sexy. You know, well, we freeze them. We do this. We roll them. We do that. We, we cook our tobacco to make it that dark. <laughs> right. It's not, it doesn't, it's not sexy. Right. Oil and vinegar do mix in some factories. A combination of mineral oil and apple cider vinegar mixed with alcohol or rum or wine is wiped on the tobacco leaf before or even after the cigar is rolled. This process is done and will be noticed when the cigar produces a lot of smoke when it's lit. So some of these Specifically cigars, a blue smoke. <clears throat> yeah. So you light a cigar and you see that just the, you know, we're not seeing it here. The, it's, it's white smoke that's coming here. And yours is, well, mine actually went out. So that's why mine's not smoking at all. No, it is. It still is. But um, this looks pretty natural, this wrapper that we have on this Maduro. If we saw this thing really smoking itself, something is, has been put through the process of it. Is it bad? Is there, is there a problem with um, oil and vinegar uh, into the water mix of happening? Yes, no, I don't know. It's mm -hmm. it, it just a way some people do it. Salt and a little oil. Done the same way as rubbing technique when you roll it in the ball and you rub it, but you have grain salt with a little bit of oil on it, and it, the grain actually bruises the wrapper, like Jonathan was saying, and making it dark and with a shine to it. So now you have a dark wrapper and a shiny dark wrapper mm -hmm. that looks like the oils that are oozing out of it, but it was, it's been an added to it to end up producing that. More of a polished-looking <clears throat> wrapper. Uh, another way is food coloring. We see a lot less of this uh, than in the 90s. It was very prevalent, but it still exists. Uh, 
Um, a food grade coloring oil coloring is makes the wrappers in in water. You put the food grade coloring. You dip the wrapper inside there. It absorbs it, and we have a changed color wrapper at that time or yeah. leaf. Always used on wrappers. I've never seen somebody do it on, on the binder or anything like this. Um, the problem that happened with this back in the 90s is it comes off. <laughs> moisture from your lips and moisture from your fingers and stuff. So it's see. not Barry wearing lipstick. lipstick. He's- uh, it's not my goth face. <laughs> So pretty much went away to that degree. And again, <laughs> they find a necessity to find the other way to do it. Oh, geez, it's hard getting Medora wrapper, and it's a long process, and we don't have any. What's, what's a quick way of doing it? That was the quickest way of doing it. It's just if they could find a way for it not to come off or if they could just go through the, pro- <clears throat> you know, go through the process. We have cigars made. I always fight and say I want it the natural way. If you can't end up doing it the natural way, don't send them. This is what I want. Um, yeah, my only concern is uh, most of them are using food grade things. Yes, but nobody's tested what happens when you smoke your food grade things. Yes, yeah. it's about eating, not eating. ingesting. <laughs> exactly. Ingesting. Um, and the last one I have here is tobacco juice added. Yes, tobacco has juice, and it comes from the stems mm-hmm. of the tobacco, and that juice is squeezed out. It's rubbed onto the wrapper or added at, uh, to the liquid of the pallone. Um, the liquid that's put on the pile of tobacco, um, it helps that it speeds up the process also. It, and, and it juices up the cigar. Big because because up the nicotine yeah, of the, the cigar nicotine at, the, at the same time. I don't like any of them. I only like the top one myself. I am uh, somewhat not allergic to it, but I don't take well to nicotine. Uh, to begin with, so I try to stay away from those things myself. But those are just some of the ways that tobacco becomes Maduro, uh, just so you know. Right, because if somebody was crazy enough to make a cigar out of stems, it would be incredibly yes. strong. Nicotine. Yeah. Nicotine-wise. So- I can't believe <laughs> that there was all that bullshit about the cookies. And the two cookies that I gave you guys are still sitting here I want on to, the table. I want to look at the packaging. He I want to see to the know. packaging of the cookie, and I want to <laughs> see the different choices that there were and, and sample myself. Yeah, you, you force-fed force us oatmeal. Like, how do you know we wanted oatmeal? No answer, eh? Mm. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to hope you improve. Never mind the cookie's gone, but the next time that you won't do this. That you learn from your mistake and won't do this to somebody else. <laughs> from maybe my this, mistake. Maybe this was your why you have an ex-wife. Did you <laughs> did you get her presents and throw them away and give them to people? <sighs> Shots he's, fired. He, he's he's had a bad week too. He's been beat up and beat down. <clears throat> uh, You've apologized to Skip. You haven't apologized to us yet. And I'm not gonna. All right. I gave you a cookie, and you're not eating it. So you obviously don't like cookies. I'm logging that in my brain. Yeah, don't log that in your brain because it's wrong. I love cookies. and uh, Eat I just, the cookie. I will. I'm going to pass it on now to take a peek into the asylum from my friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from our insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. 
Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> and Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on beauty contestants that receive Botox injections. The popular camel fe- festival took place this past week with over 40 camels disqualified from the annual pageant. Wait, Which, did you say camels? Camels. I'm interested. The country <laughs> invites breeders for, to bring their most beautiful camels to compete for $66 million in prize money. Wow. Oh. Camels are judged based on the shapes of their heads, necks, humps, dress, and posture. Surprisingly, though, camel toes are not part of the equation. <laughs> and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Hey, just, you didn't know exactly where that was going? You know exactly that where was that telegraphed. was telegraphed. I was yeah. hoping hey, that Barry, it wasn't going there. Barry, mm. how do you make a Maduro Dave? <laughs> Keep cookies away from yeah. him. Exactly. <laughs> Give away his cookies. Give away his cookies. New Cigar Journal magazine is out. That's what we're going to talk about on the after show. We have uh, Julio Aroa on the cover. Unbelievable issue that's in here. But more importantly, or not more importantly, but also they have the awards in here, the Cigar Trophy Trophy Awards. Awards. And uh, we had picked what we thought was going to be the best. We got some of them. We didn't get some of them. But we'll give you all the answers to that on the after show, which you can catch on Wednesday on the after show. Susie, if you're not good of a cookie. (laughs) It's probably not the real cookie. Okay, let's move on. Uh, I have a confession to make. Yes. Those aren't the real cookies. I know. I know. The real cookies, they went in seconds. Yeah, right, because they were loved so them. good. They were great. They were great. Yeah. I know. I think you're starting to feel bad about it. But it's okay. It's, it's okay that you did it, but not mm. to do it again is, is the takeaway here. <laughs> I'm going to start eating the cookies. Good, good. Maybe you'll feel better. I'll eat them That's before part of your you get them. That's we, part of your problem. We would feel better if you had eaten yes. the cookies. If you said you ate them all, we probably would have applauded you. Right. But you didn't. You gave them away and or threw them away. Who knows I what did happened. not throw them away. Because you're so against people eating foods that, that are bad for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> foods that bring them joy. All right. So how do you speed up the fermenting process? Fermenting is part of what has to happen to tobacco, but there's natural ways of doing it, and there's speed-up ways. So we talked about the natural way to make the Maduro wrapper. This is part of the fermenting process. Wet, dry tobacco leaves and put them in hands of six leaves, tie them in stems, create a compost pile about four feet tall, bring it up to 110 to 120, break down the pile, reset it from top to bottom, rinse and repeat. That's the process over and over. That's what uh, the way it's done. And again, this could last months. How to accelerate the process. Add alcohol or citric acid into the mix of it. Mm-hmm. So they, they make, they create a recipe, and most cigar companies have a recipe. If there ends up being a distinct thing where you smoke such and such brands of cigars, doesn't matter if it's that brand or any brand, they almost have a signature type recipe that's happening. Like so, citrusy? Yes. So let's talk about the recipes, not the blend, but a recipe. That again comes down to the polone the pile that they put up there and what they put on it, which is called a platoon. 
the platoon, almost a a um, batch of water with something that's mixed in it. This happens uh, on the pallone uh, or after uh, in the barrels when things are barrel aged. It can happen inside there. That's very common also. The tobacco is wet again. This time uses something other than just water. Again, this works great for the fermenting process or even after. It's usually added uh, to cigar maker's signature flavor because it's added. In some cases, just the binder that they would do this on, which can uh, you can't taste on your lips, but you end up tasting the flavor of the tobacco with this naturally added on product that's there. Some of the additives used can be wine, sugarcane juice, pineapple juice, lemon juice, orange juice. Get this one, Lowenbrow beer. Hmm. Specifically, Lowenbrow beer. I don't know why. Prune juice. Prune juice, very expensive one, but used. Coffee, brown sugar, molasses, port wine. These are common things that are used in the platoon that people have, a mixture of that along with water. And with the citric acid one specifically, the oranges, limes, lemons, the tobacco has such a peppery component well outside of what traditional, say, Nicaraguan tobacco, if you got a Nicaraguan cigar, you smoke a cigar and it is a pepper bomb, it's probably made with tainted tobacco. Tainted, tough word, but... In the platoon that they do. And it, it isn't just naturally platooned tobacco with water. It's, there's something been added to it. Cuba uses vinegar, I'm told. <clears throat> Again, I, I didn't see it, but I've been told by somebody. It uh, just not, doesn't speed up the aging process, uh, but helps with the combustion of the tobacco leaf at the same time. So it's actually two different things that happen. And the, the tobacco is burning better than it would have. And um, it speeds up the um, aging process. Nothing? You're smiling? I don't know. (laughs) When you have tobacco juice from the stems, that boosts up the nicotine to strength. Mixtures of fruit juice and cinnamon may be somebody's signature platoon. Somebody told me this says, fruit juices with cinnamon is somebody's secret recipe. Who that is, I don't know. Maybe I do, but this isn't about who. This is about what is going on that's out there. So that's what I got so far on that. I want to know what you guys got. Uh, I've been doing a lot of talking here, getting myself in a lot of trouble. Um, What do you got for Project 40? What secret thing is going on here? It's a secret. You you uh, missed it on the side of the band is a story. Of uh, why it's a secret. Oh, well, I was busy shopping for cookies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you went to everybody. Anybody got a cookie on it? Anybody got a cookie? There's almost like a, a dry, powdery cocoa uh, with a hint of fudge. Uh, it's very cookie-esque. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting more uh, along the lines of uh, charcoal, some umami, uh, some charred beef. I'll buy into the charcoal. Not... Nobody's getting citric citric acid like there was any juice or anything. I don't think so, right? No. This was this was the proper. I know what I was going to talk about, and I know what we we're going to smoke. I wanted to make sure this wasn't <laughs> one that lit everybody's eyes up and say, "Oh my God, vinegar and pepper and here's what's going on here." 
Uh, I don't think there's anything going on here. Uh, as much as it speeds up the process, it's costly. Can you imagine, like prune juice, I told mm-hmm. you it's expensive, adding these things to it. It adds to the cost also, especially red wines. Uh, there are certain cigars that make Jonathan <coughs> poop. Now I'm wondering if it's because there's a little prune mm. juice on it. Mm. Oh. Mm. Is this... Thought it crossed my mind. Have I told you anything you didn't know? No, I knew, I no, knew, it. knew it all. I was a little nervous that you weren't going to mention the stem process, which was the last thing you mentioned, because yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. And a lot more in the Dominican than in, in, in Nicaraguan, but I've seen that one used a lot. Yeah. And, and I hope this doesn't turn anybody off to cigars. Obviously, that's not what, I, what we want to do, but we want to let you know of some of the things we've seen over the years uh, that it, it's not all one way. Everybody's got their magic way of doing it. How can all the cigars be so different? Um, and then sometimes how can somebody produce a cigar that has a signature flavor no matter what he does, what blends they use, there's still that signature taste to certain things and it's usually that platoon that process that that does it uh and then they have that i'm afraid to make any comments because i <laughs> I'm, I'm i can feel things come wanting to come out of my mouth and yeah. i don't want to issue any more apologies to anybody so he's I'm gun, just gonna he's shut gun up shy today it was a tough week for mr jonathan and i understand it'll be a tough week for me because of uh some of the things i've said so far and I have a whole another half of oh, show yeah. coming on. So uh, let's take a break. And when we come back, what other secrets can I tell you? I got some more. And I'm going to keep this going. Um, we'll get to that and lots more. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. 
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Christian Eiroa from CLE, Asylum, and Eiroa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're telling secrets today. Dirty secrets in the cigar industry that are going to get us in trouble. I'm taking the pain away from Mr. Jonathan. Throw it on to me because that's the type of guy I am. It's all been on you, so I'm, I'm giving the dirty secrets. You are throwing some little stuff in, but you're backing off a little bit. A little bit. You're a little uh, gun shy. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. All right. Uh, number two, cigar. 
Um, and I'm looking at the wrapper, seeing if I got any problems with. Uh, do we have anything here? But we do have we do have a box press. I'll get into that later on. But okay, what do we have, Barry? Today's second cigar is the Aroa PCA Exclusive 2021. It's manufactured in Honduras by CLE Cigars, and the size that we're lighting up is a five by fifty box press robusto. It features Cameroon seed grown in Honduras, and the binder and fillers are not disclosed. A single will set you back sixteen nineteen, while a box of twenty is two eighty seven ninety nine, which comes out to fourteen forty per cigar. And that's a savings of almost thirty six dollars, or eleven percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retail that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And this has a pretty cool box because the lid flips over to a Peter-lined ashtray. Ah. Hmm. I haven't seen that. How many Peters had to die in order to have him line that many ashtrays? <laughs> Didn't I say Peter? I thought you said Peter. My bad. Yeah. It's time to cut out cigar. <laughs> of course you're thinking about Peter. <laughs> Perdomo cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Haven't heard yet on uh, price increases. I'm expecting uh, price increases across the board, actually, this year. We'll see how that t- is the season right now. Cedary <clears throat> AF. <clears throat> Cedary. Cedary AF. Yep, it's definitely but, heavy, heavy cedar. It, yeah, it's been sitting there around cedar for a long period of time. Very aged. 2021, but who knows when, when he made it. This is the, this is the um, Cameroon, right? Cameroon mm-hmm. grown in Honduras. In Honduras. Yep, it's his second cigar <clears throat> that he's released with a Cameroon wrapper. And uh, 14 and change, though. 16 no, in change. 16, 19. Wow. It comes out to 14, uh, 40 if you buy a Pricey box. Robusto. Yeah. We're going to light our cigar today with the Blizzard by Vertigo. The Blizzard by Vertigo features single action, three jets, and they're fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the top, you've got double wall protection, so the top doesn't heat up. Easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of nine ninety nine. That's the Blizzard by Vertigo. Okay. Hmm. Much more full-bodied. <clears throat> if I had to do what you guys do in one draw, one, one draw it's, it's a seven already. Hmm. And where it's a Robusto, I think it's going to build up in strength and get stronger. We'll see. Uh, Very floral. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, can you tell everybody a secret? <laughs> My secret? Yeah. When you coming out? No, I told you that in confidence. We have it right here in the show you, notes. You writing something <laughs> on the show notes is not doesn't mean anything. Did he come out to you, Dave? It's his secret, and I don't know if he wants to say it. It's up to him. But Mr. Jonathan, can I tell everyone your secret? No. That's the end of that. I got some. Huh. Some, I got some guesses. Can we do the guessing game? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna let that go. For now, huh. maybe the after show. <clears throat> okay. How does a cigar wrapper get its shine? 
You ever get a cigar and you say, wow, that's a shiny wrapper. Oily, nice yeah, oily wrapper. Nice wrapper. oily wrapper, right? Like this one, for instance, no. No. It's Barry's just... writing guesses down over here. See what you started? <laughs> and I am glad you have learned from your mistakes. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, um, it's not a Prince Albert either. <laughs> you might yeah. have to explain that what, one to Prince Albert in the can? It's not that. <laughs> I don't know what you're, where you're going there. I have to shut up because you say, and that, that's the story, by the way. If you have a secret, I can keep a secret. You got to say to me, don't say it. If you right. say it, it's open game, and I, I got to kill two hours of a show. So it's going to come out. Yeah. And Mr. Jonathan ain't willing to do a secret, so I got to tell other secrets. But Did you get food poisoning from the cookies? <laughs> if you tell someone a secret, Ed Sullivan, right. and you say, this is a secret. It's not for the show. Yeah. Does that mean you could still talk about the secret? No, nope, I didn't talk about it. I asked if I could. <laughs> no, I didn't say it. That's notifying everyone that there is one. Uh-huh. Well, there's secrets. You have secrets. Chat room wants to know if you're engaged. <laughs> that was my guess. <laughs> but he's learned from his mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, does how does a cigar wrapper get a shine? Looking at this. Aroa that we're smoking, there is no shine to it. It's on the sandy side. That's on purpose. Mm -hmm. That now I'm going to say it because if something did, I wouldn't want to do it. But uh, we talked a bit about pressure causing oils to come through, right? Yep. That's what will end up happening. Uh, You see tobacco buyers actually pull a leaf. When they're holding the leaf, they put their fingers in the back of the leaf and they roll it up and they're actually looking to see the oils come out of it. You see that all the time, right? When you're in the tobacco farms and stuff, they stretch it. Uh, The rollers do the same thing. They stretch it. When they put the wrapper on the cigar, they make sure they stretch it as much, bring the oils out of it. Um, But sometimes tobacco has little to no oils in it. In some cases, it doesn't matter. They'll simply add it. Propylene glycol is in the water at the rolling tables, in some cases, uh, that you will not detect. Only a few drops or drops of mineral oil. Uh, When the cigar leaf looks dry, it will now burst with oil, Hmm. and it'll look nicer. I don't know about the propylene glycol, but the mineral oil has a... Uh, distinct exhaust fume type aroma coming off the foot of the cigar. And a color. <clears throat> if they use enough of it, that's when you start to see the, the blue. But we're talking about a couple of drops in a, in a bottle of water. You think that much would show? It's diluted yeah, at that I point. I can smell it. Okay. Uh, added oil may not be detected when smoking the cigar. When it stays lit on fire, uh, when you light it, sometimes has that happened to you? Light a cigar, oh, yeah. and, and it's actually—it's like a candle. It's still lit, yeah. And you actually have to blow it out, maybe, yeah. or you wait a long time before it happens. The smoke keeps smoking; it smokes by itself. We've said that yep. at, a, at a cigar before, or the color of the smoke. Some of the most hyped, highly rated, geeky brands do all the tricks. And the consumer falls for it, so it continues. I've said it to manufacturers before. Why do you do this? Because it works. And that's what ends up happening. We buy with our eyes. Oh, look at the shiny wrapper. Oh, look at the dark color. Look at this. So this is why these things continue. I don't like it. Look at the $30,000 cigar bands. Mm. With the what? 
$30,000 cigar bands, we buy with our eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <Ouch. laughs> um, so that's that. Um, right now, it's time to ask the Don. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars. It's time. Premium cigars. <laughs> they are mellow and smooth. I just, can you guys just get off my nuts just for the rest of this show? Uh, the Whiskey Miser likes your Billie Jean King glasses. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. That's Don Rafael Cigars. He's going to give us notice at the end of the show, I think. <laughs> but that sided with me. I'm going with the rumor that the secret is you're having a sex change. And he I, says it started with those yellow Billie Jean King glasses. I, I think he's really just changing his pronoun. The following message <laughs> was submitted as a question through the CigarAuthority.com's Contact Us page. Gentlemen, please excuse my fat fingers. I just found your See, podcast. See, that was on me, right? It was probably about me. Fat fingers? That's what they say about me. I got fat fingers. They don't say it. You say it. <laughs> <laughs> they say it now. Due to my distance from a brick and mortar, I order most of my cigars via the internet. When I receive a shipment, I do my best to let the cigars rest, and I've recently started using a resting humidor to stabilize the humidity Very before good. moving the cigars into my regular humidor so as not to shock or pull humidity from all the rested and ready-to-smoke mm. sticks. Very smart. My question, am I the only crazy person doing this? Does this make sense, or am I just pissing in the wind? Thanks, fellas. Brent. No, I like it. Very good. Very good. I know some reviewers do that. Yeah, it's also helpful in the summer when you're going from very hot travel temperatures yeah. to let them acclimate. In the winter, it, it's it's smart. Yeah, very good, very mm -hmm. good to do it. As, I, I as think a it's consumer. I man, think that's, I think it's a little too far, but it, not that you can't do it. They're, they're your cigars. Do whatever you want. But I've experimented with this, and I do dry boxing cycles myself, and. Not a real big discernible difference when you finally get to smoking the cigar after it hits its humidity. And the other cigars can benefit from a little bit of a fluctuation of up and down, causing them to breathe and exhaling any of the uh, remaining ammonia that may be inside those chambers. So it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah. I used to, when I had multiple tabletop humidors before I got smart and bought a cabinet and, and just ended this madness that I would actually separate countries hmm. that I had Dominican cigars, Nicaraguan cigars, Honduran cigars, Cuban cigars, never being around each other. <laughs> so is that... Did like, they not get along? I don't or? know if they got along or not, but... <laughs> I think that's a level of obsessive compulsion yeah. that may be a little far. Yeah, right? you don't want to create a world war. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I want to keep them away from each other just in case. Yeah. Certainly not a flavored cigar would not go no. into the mix at all. Uh, nor would we ever do it actually in the store. I don't know if the local brick and mortar they do they have the flavored cigars in mixed in with the other cigars because I've seen it in some bad shops. Yeah, and the good shops don't. Yeah, it's cross contamination. I don't know if that happens within country to country, uh, but when we talk about the platoons and flavor added to something added to a cigar, uh, because some manufacturers would tell me, yeah, every cigar is flavored. Because what right. happens in the platoon is flavoring the cigar, but that I wouldn't say every company does a platoon. I don't know. But if you take all the flavored cigars and put them in one cabinet, 
If you leave them there long enough, do they all become the same flavor? They sell too fast. Well, let's give a perfect example is cedar. And the answer is yes. A cigar left in a cedar box for a long period of time becomes cedary. We're talking about the cedar on this. I would say this sat around, and I said it immediately when I took a drawer on it, this cigar's been sitting in cedar for quite a while because they're they're sponges. They're going to absorb whatever is happening. That was the reason why I would end up keeping the cigars away from each other. Um, Then later on, getting into the only way I'll store cigars are by the box. There's no sense in storing two single cigars with the other single cigars and do they become each other? Eventually? I would say if Aroa has a signature flavor, it is cedar. He's a big proponent of cedar boxes and extended periods of aging in cedar. All right. All right, so upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority. Uh, next week, we're going to work on a cigar blend to create a brand. And part of the care package is two cigars that are in there i'm going to get into it with you where a couple of the tobaccos are the same in each one the wrappers are different just to tell the difference of the different sizes normally that I, that's not the way i would do it but i need you to know one from the other um so we'll get into that a little next week of blending cigars of what i know about it which is very limited of what i've done i usually go to the pros with that but that'll be next week and we have a special christmas episode on christmas day the top rated cigars in the cigar authority history uh and barry you're gonna get ready for that right yeah it's a lot of work on your side i'm looking forward to it but yeah all right and uh, January 1st... I uh, avoid work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, January 1st is New Year's Day, and that actually falls on a Saturday also. And we will announce the Cigar of the Year on cool. January 1st episode. And we have a little special prize for everybody in the care package. You'll be getting that towards January 1st. And we'll explain how that little thing is going to work uh, on the show. And then after that, we're going to beat up everybody's top 25, the following mm-hmm. thing, and uh, including they can beat up um, what we picked for the Cigar of the Year. Just, just to put it out there, <clears throat> the care packages probably won't a lot arrive until January 3rd. Um, so if you don't get what Dave's talking about around January 1st, it'll be there about January 3rd. Because we're going to talk about it on the first. Yeah, but it's going to be because it, en route because we don't ship out the packages till the 28th or the 29th. Why? Because they don't get charged until the 27th. Uh, and it happens to fall on the first. Uh, the worst yes. time it does. <clears throat> well, we'll show it to you and you'll have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you won't have it in your hand to understand, but... You'll see it if you watch us on YouTube or Facebook, if they still have us by then. Mm. Something's happening on the 20-something of December on YouTube. Uh, they just sent out the term, clarifying terms of service. Yeah. It didn't look like anything had changed. Now, whether they enforce more, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. All right. Uh, I'm... I'm expecting someday we're not going to be on those platforms. That's why, what's the thing we're on now? Odyssey. 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 Odyssey yeah. And podcast. Uh, our old podcasts are still all there, but YouTube's, a lot of them are gone, and Odyssey has is, is picked up what we were able to load. Thank God we loaded them. Oh, yeah. Um, so Odyssey. Odyssey. S-E-E. O-D-Y-S-E-E. All right. So let's get to our box-pressed, really box-pressed. So we we have a box-pressed cigar here. 
And the answer is not really. In some cases, they are put in square molds, and then the wrapper is applied, just like the round molds they put in, square mold. Mm -hmm. And then the wrapper is applied after, so it was never pressed. It was pressed in a mold because, of course, a round is pressed in a mold also, a round mold or a square mold. Um, you, um, but when you see a Connecticut shade box press cigar, most likely in most cases that has been put in the binder and filler is put into a square mold, and then the wrappers because the wrapper is so thin and so delicate, correct? That it would split. You'd have too much damage, correct? Even if you got really good at it. You know, I'm hating that I'm relighting the cigar, but I'm talking too much and I can't pay attention to it. This is a, a Quality, very, very top-of-the-line cigar. Yeah, the combustion line on it is, is exceptional. The draw and, is great. And I'm relighting it. It's my fault. There's no way I can pay attention as much as I want to the cigar while doing this. Uh, and I know this because we're just doing Cigar Journal, and I actually can't even multitask while I'm really trying. I want to pay more attention to this, but I can't. Uh, okay, others still not box press. Uh, in their boxes. So Box Press started with actually Cuban cigars of forcing the cigars in, and then they they nailed shut the lid. <coughs> yeah, and then they had a press Yeah, to compress the boxes, yep. but they were in the box first. Yeah. The cigars are typically underfilled on purpose to put nowadays and put into trays, long trays, with pieces of wood that's in it. And then... Uh, those are, those are spacers that are in there, and then they flatten, they put wood on top, and then they flatten it, and then spaces are removed, flattened again, spaces are removed, and they just keep this process going until it evenly box presses or makes, makes the cigar square because they're not box pressing. Uh, other two sides are close enough. Uh, and people now in in this particular cigar we have it looks like the top is this care package cigar no no um, so we're smoking the Aroa um, twenty twenty one TAA cigar the PCA PCA close. cigar the top is very sharp pointed and the bottom seems rounded a little rounder rounded yep. so looking at this I'm I'm imagining this was not a mold. That this was done, or the or the bottom, both sides would be square because yeah. it would be forced down. That this is put into that tray, and then the tops, the, the either the top or the bottom of this ended up being sharply pressed, and the bottom and the top because it's what do you want to say, half moon almost. Yeah, yeah, it's semi-circle, way more square on the top yeah. than it is on the bottom. So it, it's certainly not from the box, happening in the box. So per, perfect example of not, not really box-pressed, but we understand that terminology is But could pressed. we say pressed <clears throat> into a box because it's box-like now that it's pressed? Pressed into a square. Square cigars are round cigars, but they're not box-pressed. I mean, technically, <laughs> this is a parallelogram, not a square. Right, right, <laughs> right. I wonder how they do... What is the company that makes the tech hexagon? Uh, Placencia. Yeah. That has to be a mold. Has to yeah. be a mold, yep. right? Has there's there's no way mold. it's box pressed. No. Or that's a pretty weird looking box. 
Uh, Bradley has the Triangle Cigar, which we'll be getting at twoguyscigars.com yeah. soon, I hope. People are asking for that. Yeah. That, that was an old brand. Yeah. I yeah. remember when it Trilogy. came out. Yep, I remember when it came out. Yeah. They, they made a Corojo that was dynamite back in the day. Uh, okay, very difficult to roll to make a box press cigar. It must be underfilled and at the same time have no soft spots in it for when it's flattened. So it's actually a lot of work to end up pulling that off. But that's how they do, quote, box pressed uh, of the different ways that I've seen. And there's probably more. I'm no, I know manufacturers look at, oh, you left this one out. I just don't know about it. Maybe you'll tell me. And, and we have an episode later on and we dig a little deeper or something like that. Or somebody says, no, I really box press my cigars. Yes, I'm sure there's people that, do, that don't do these different things or do do these different things or whatever. We're not calling names out or anything. Mm-hmm. You know who you are and what you do. Um, but that's that. Okay. Uh, let's get to um, early thoughts on the Aroma PCA 2021 Cameroon Yamastron. Yeah, let's do that. Because <laughs> I, I, I lost where I was. You saw that. Yeah. Can you help me out? See how you do that? It's good. You're moving to the, to the, to the better side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish I was paying more attention to it. I, I couldn't. I have too much reading to do. Okay. A little burnt sugar. Mm. The cedar, it's very cedar forward. Maybe is, a little bit is of it, pepper. It's smoking slow. Even though it's a Robusto, it's a long yep. time. We're 30, yeah. t- 25 minutes into this thing. It's You get an hour out of this oh, Robusto. Yeah. I think it's going to wind up being more, more than the Alec Bradley. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's what happens with lower price cigars. Also, they tend to burn faster. Mm-hmm. You know, you just can't look at a at a cigar and know. Uh, oh, this one costs fourteen dollars and fifteen dollars, and that one costs five dollars. But you may get much more time out of that. Um, I was watching a, an old TV show, and the guy said, "Hey, try one of these cigars. They're two dollars an inch." I thought that was very interesting huh. that they sold the cigar by the inch. <laughs> That'd be interesting, right? Yeah. You could anyway, perforate it so you could break off the number of inches that you want. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. You'd need a cigar tailor for that kind yes. of thing. There you go. And it comes full circle. There we go. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I got a bunch more secrets to reveal, plus three letters in the mail bag, and a prize to give away, and much more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is about to make someone a whole lot richer. During its latest freestyle live show on the company's Facebook Live page, facebook.com forward slash Drew Estate Cigar, Drew Estate announced that it will be holding a Bitcoin sweepstakes with numerous incredible prizes during upcoming freestyle live events, including a grand prize of one full Bitcoin for a lucky fan to be announced during the February 17th, 2022 edition of Freestyle Live. During each of the company's three upcoming Freestyle Live events, October 15th and November 11th in 2021, and January 20 of 2022, the company will randomly select the names of five people who attend the online show and comment during specific times in each broadcast as potential winners of an assortment of fantastic prizes. The five winners from each of these three shows will create the contestant pool of 15 people eligible to win that grand prize Bitcoin. 
Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hey, this is Michael Harklotz with Ferry Otago Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The regular show! And we're back, and we're smoking the Aroa PCA 2021 Cameron, Cameroon Yamastron uh, Cedar, strong as staying cinnamon, little little zip that's There's in a little, the past, little cinnamon sting zip. from that cinnamon, yeah. Uh, nice cigar. I don't nice. think he's putting cinnamon in it. I think we're just tasting cinnamon. Cinnamon is part of the thing that some people do. <laughs> some people. Some people. I don't think it's him. No. His wow. don't taste like cinnamon all the time. The cedar, he uses cedar in his aging room for sure. Okay, so are all premium cigars handmade? No. No. 
There are three types of cigars. There's premium cigars, there's handmade premium cigars, and there's cigars. <laughs> a premium cigar uses 100% tobacco, and there is usually a hand finishing of some type involved. That could be stretching the wrapper for the machine, um, the bunch being pulled into the rolling buncher, um, Lieberman Press, that's the name of it, um, where the tobacco is put there. And some people will say, no, that's not handmade. Most people use that machinery. Because it's so much more accurate. Yes. You don't have to worry about someone's hands messing up the bunch. I've heard hardcore guys say, that's not a handmade cigar. Mm. If that's the case, there's not many handmade cigars Mm. that are out there because most companies are using Lieberman Press. It's, um, I think it's- It's it's a piece of leather. Yeah. And then it's put in- You lay the binder over it. Yeah. You take the filler- uh, a lot of times they'll tear the fill and they'll rearrange it, and then you place it within the bu- the binder on the press. Yeah, you hit this lever and it rolls that tobacco into the binder. Yeah. Now they did this bunching in their hands; everything's all set, and then they put it on there just to do the final thing of it. A lot. It's really just still- to set the binder on yeah. the on the bunch. Yeah. Um, Talk about a time saver, and if anyone has a problem with that, you, you're gonna triple the cost of cigars if a guy's going to do that by hand. Yeah. Some people do, though. So uh, a handmade premium cigar supposedly doesn't use any machinery at all. Kind of rare these days. Uh, I've seen it, but kind of rare. And a a cigar is wrapper, binder, filler that is not mechanically applied and could use homogenized tobacco into sheets then used as the binder or wrapper, or both. So now, let's look at cigarillos. Little cigars, right? Cigarillos are mostly machine-made and are still considered handmade. These are handmade cigarillos, but most of, the, most of it is machine-made, and maybe the wrapper is applied uh, at the end of it. Um, so that happens also. Lots of big names, small cigars, 42 ring gauge and below, have a machine process happening at that time. Some low-priced bundles online are machine-made cigars. Even big ring gauges, as much as a 58 ring gauge, are machine-made. They couldn't go two more ring gauge and make a 60? They're probably working on the machinery to try to do it. It's old machinery. Uh, I remember before you couldn't get anything more than a 46 or something, then 50, 52. They're at the 58 that that I know of, Um, and these things are... Totally machine-made cigars, and they exist out there, but nobody knows it. Nobody knows. It's out there, it's being sold, and it's happening, and uh, that's all there is to it. So uh, it's time to give away a prize. Yeah, it's time for the best email of the week, and this email is brought to you by the folks at H. Upman. This week, they're giving away a backpack, a pint glass, a koozie, and a baseball cap. The koozie is the thing that still throws me, though. I know this is the last week for the prize. So you have the koozie for the beer mm-hmm. that you're pouring into the pint glass. Well, if so you don't the beer use, can if can you stay cold. If you don't want to use the pint glass. Well, they gave options. you the pint glass. It's either or. It gives you two you're options. You're going to have to double fist in the, order to make this the prize work. The for the we car. we know how much you like being double fisted. It's like having, you get your choice of... Oatmeal cookie. The following message was submitted through the contact us page. Well played. Of the cigarauthority.com. And this is a question for the Dirty Secrets of the Cigar Industry episode. Oh. And Christine writes, not Christine Ith, 
Yeah. Oh, Christine. Odell. Look at that. Does is there, anybody know Is there that? a last name? The other guys. I don't want to say people's last names. The other names. guy reference. Hi, guys. I was excited to hear you would be giving us the inside scoop on secrets in the cigar industry. I have a question that leaves me really wondering what's going on the more I see it. Certain brands or clubs have, in quotes, found cigars. And while the overall number of a batch, in quotes, of these cigars may be small, the brands exist on continuing to find cigars. Are manufacturers really making so many excess cigars slash lines uh, and they could sell them as another label to these places? Once or twice makes sense, but the more I see it, the more I wonder what in the world is happening. Is this just a way to get rid of bad cigars? Thank you, signed Christine. So, I, I mean, I think there are some that are limited production things. The manufacturer has to make X number of additional boxes in the event of damage, but that's rare, I think. So there are certain companies that have a uh, several limited editions that go out during the year, and they have ranges of cigars from high-end down to low-end. And if you track the sizes from year to year you'll see that the top tier comes out at a certain price point. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, that same size cigar comes out in a lower line at, at a lower tier. And then there's another tier the next year. And if they haven't gone through their all their cigars at this point, then yeah, those become found cigars. And, and sometimes some found cigars are an existing brand. Right. And give me some of those, and they begin. There's so many games that are played, and and creative. I got to give thumbs up to the creativity of some sure. people making something new out of something old. Of <laughs> you know, holy God! But uh, listen, the bottom line is, if you like the cigar, good for you. There's there's been times I know of one time where a manufacturer filed an insurance claim because of a fire. Not Scars. not a true story. That's not a true story. No. Really? Oh no! I thought you were talking about the the uh, lawyer. No, 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 no. This, this was, was a fire that was oh, okay, outside. Yes, so yes. the insurance pays the claim. The insurance company dumps those cigars onto another manufacturer who is kind of known in that area as a catch-all for mm -hmm. anything cigar related. And now that manufacturer has to find a way to wash all these <laughs> in quotes That's found cigars that there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. But they, the insurance they were great cigars. But so those those yeah, those end up true. becoming found. Yeah. So you, you you know I don't know of a real found one, to be honest with you. Of you know this this is we something for, we special. Forgot we made these ten yeah. years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I listen. I've gone into factories, and here's all these overruns, if you want to call them, of we made too many for this company, and they don't, bu they stop buying cigars or from us. They went out of business, yeah. and we continue to make it. And we said, "Holy shit!" Or the check didn't clear, or whatever. And I know of a manufacturer who didn't really have cigars of their own on the market. Another big name manufacturer decides they're going to stop production. They kind of tell them last minute they have all these cigars, and now they're forced to come out with their own line, mm -hmm. and put those to market in all the same sizes as what the other manufacturer had. Ah, I know the other exactly brand what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying not to get myself yes. in trouble for yes. two weeks in a row here. And the price was fabulous. Oh, and my the, God. And the cigar was fabulous. Talk yeah. about it saving. fabulous. Mm -hmm. And it continues to be made. How do they make money? Volume. Volume. Mm -hmm. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Chris writes, Cigar Smoke Color. Good day, gentlemen. 
There is something I've noticed and wondering about during my 20 plus years of enjoying cigars and never found an actual answer to. As I enjoy a cigar, I often sit and look at the cigar. It's contemplative. Immediately, after a nice long draw, I notice there are two different colors of smoke that come out of the cigar. I will say one is more noticeable in good lighting. From the lit end of the cigar, the smoke has a blue hue to it, while the cut end is very gray. The colors are distinctly different, and I have questioned why for years. I'd like to know if you've noticed this and have an answer. Thank you for all of the great entertainment. Cheers, Norman. Mineral oil. Yeah. I, so you heard that answer, what it is. Listen, does tobacco, burn, does tobacco burn differently grown somewhere else in, in the, um, the height of the tobacco plant where you're pulling the tobacco? Mm. It does, because I've been there with, with um, blenders as they're te- testing tobacco, the, the amount of combustion, the amount of water that's in there. But then it's what is added to it also is going to burn differently. You add citric acid into it, you add vinegar into it, in, into that uh, platoon, things are changing. If you see the cigar is basically smoking itself, it looks like someone tried to put out a forest fire on the end of your cigar. And blue it's burning smoke. Yeah. blue smoke. And often, depending on the lighting, it will present as a very white, and I mean as white as the cup here on the desk, white, white smoke, because there's so much of it, you don't see the bluish hue until it starts to dissipate. That smoke will filter itself out through the cigar, and that's why you're seeing two different colors. You get the filtered smoke coming out of the, the cut end, and you have the unfiltered that's burning off whatever's burning on that wrapper. Yeah. And, you know, I think another telltale sign is looking at the burn line on some of these. You'll see a bubbling. When you see the bubble, that's not good. <laughs> a blister of a sorts. A blistering, yeah. yes. That's something added to the wrapper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. This says, this this email does double duty for me. It's going to piss Barry off a little bit. All right. Yeah. Those two are good because they're actually on the subject matter of what we're talking about here. So that worked out really good. Because we tell you in advance what we're going to be doing. So that was great. So it's going to piss Barry off a little bit, and it's going to make my buddy Nick happy. Okay. Mike writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Fucking awesome sponsor. Hmm. I recently placed an order at Fucking Good Coffee for a couple of bags of the lounge coffee, and to my dismay, I did not catch a typo. It could have been autofill, could have been me, I'll face it. It was me. In the shipping address, which sadly sent my first Fucking order to someone on the exact opposite end of town. I sent an email, hat in hand, asking if they could issue a Fucking refund or replace the order. Why should they? Can I I finish the email? All right. I also mentioned that I learned of the brand from the Cigar Authority. Nick G. from Fucking Good Coffee responded and said basically he would allow a replacement order because I referenced the Cigar Authority podcast. I thanked Fucking Good Coffee for understanding my situation and for providing exceptional customer service. He didn't have to do it because it was not their mistake. You don't make money giving away the product. I'm grateful. I also thank the Cigar Authority, in particular, Barry and Mr. J, for carrying some fucking weight over at fucking good coffee. Oh, actually, that pisses Dave off. He gets no mention. <laughs> Nothing. I hope what whoever got the fucking coffee enjoys it and buys some more for themselves. I am sure I will order more and check do. the address next time. I hope you do. Fucking good coffee, the Cigar Authority, and Two Guys Cigars have great people that make great companies. Thank you very much from a Care Package member, and a new fucking good coffee and if, customer. So that, one's a, got, so that one's a winner for fucking good coffee because oh, they just got a free ad. So yeah. my vote is on number one. 
Um, I told you it would piss Barry off. Christineth was number one. <laughs> yeah. Christineth. Christineth. Get her name right. That's from um, the, other, the guys. other guys. Great. I'll give Christineth my, my hit, too. Yeah, why not? All right. Okay. And it's Christine. It's Christine. Yeah. But I like Christineth. And Do you know any Christineths? I don't know any. Uh, I do have one, and it says poll question, so I, and I already had the other great emails. Um, and this one I can give to Barry afterwards. Uh, Scott writes through the Contact Us page, been smoking cigars for many years. I spit excess saliva into a bottle with all my cigars. This helps get rid of the excess nicotine built up in my mouth. Is this unheard of? Yeah. Am I the only smoker that does this? It's gross. You're not the only one. It is gross, and it is not. nicotine is not building up in your mouth. Nicotine passes through your cheeks what little there is. And it goes into your bloodstream immediately. There's nothing left to spit out. What you're spitting out is the taste of cigars that you may not like. Maybe right. Try and a different people cigar. People are going to think you're Stop like a, a dirty tobacco chewer if yeah. you're spitting in bottles. Gross, I don't know man. if there's anything you could do with it. That's the only reason yeah. I'm handing it. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> said poll question. I used, to, I, used to go, I used to go to a cigar shop in Jersey, and there would be a guy there with an empty water bottle, and he'd be spitting in it all day. And gross. Three quarters filled, and finally the owner had enough and said, knock it off. God almighty, yeah. stop that immediately. <laughs> and, and don't keep that. Great. No. Throw it away. That. Great. Maduro <laughs> Dave's back. Oh, my God. What is the difference between long-filled, short-filled, and Cuban sandwich cigars? Long-filled cigars are perceived as premium and better than others. The fact is there are no long-filled cigars. None. All cigars use pieces of tobacco so that the cigars have no soft spots. Nothing wrong with that. Little pieces are distributed by feel throughout the cigars. That's the roller's job. That pl- uh, they are also placed for flavor and strength in certain places of the cigar added. As for a short-filled cigar, they use long wrappers, long binders, and the filler tobaccos are cut or chopped to uniform pieces and sprinkled on the binder as opposed to bunch inside. As for a Cuban sandwich, a Cuban sandwich is a variety, variation, variation yeah. of ham and cheese sandwich, uh, oh, likely God. orientated in cafes to Cuban workers in the Tampa Cuban immigrant community centered around the cigar industry. That's where it started. Later on, Cuban exiles uh, went to Miami and made that very popular. The sandwich is made of ham, roast pork, Swiss cheese, pickles, mustard, and sometimes salami. Are you for Cuban real bread. right now? Yeah. That's a Cuban sandwich. There's long-filled and short-filled. <laughs> As for a Cuban sandwich of cigars, it's supposedly a mixture of long and short-filled tobacco and something in between. If it's a Cuban sandwich, it's a short-filled cigar with long-filled tobacco. That's a Cuban sandwich is something you eat. But I know people say it all the time, but there's long and short. Jonathan's staring at you like you've taken leave of your he senses. He has, but that notwithstanding, uh, the major difference, and if you put in quotes long-filled or longer-filled, you have a more dynamic smoke than the, in quotes, short-filled, because when they thresh those pieces into the regular bite-sized pieces to yeah. make them all uniform, you have a very uniform blend. So the cigar is going to smoke extremely similar from the beginning to the end, whereas a longer-filled cigar, a Churchill, for example, on most Churchills, when you smoke through two inches and get to the five-inch mark, you're going to hit intentional tips that the roller put in there to give you a boost of flavor. Is there a Cuban sandwich cigar? It's a short-filled cigar. It was made up in the 90s 
I remember when it, it came it out. It makes it so like, you could charge an extra dollar for the cigar. It's made up. It's made up. There's long-filled and short-filled cigars. And even the long-filled have short-filled in it. And better short-filled cigars will have longer pieces at the mouth, so you don't end up with short course. pieces. Some people make it better. Out. Yep. Um, how can you not be able to tell the difference of a short-filled cigar? Well, flavor changes is one of them. No. Perfect example was that they put longer tobacco in the front end of it so not little pieces are coming out. You'll be surprised that some of the cigars that are out there that are shot-filled cigars. I showed you one the yeah. other day. I blew your mind. You blew my mind, but that cigar, and we'll, it'll remain nameless. I'll tell you about it after, Barry. Uh, mm-hmm. Does not have a lot of flavor changes, and that's something that I had noted it's every time. It's a good cigar. I, it's good. But it does not have flavor changes. I, it's the, a good cigar, and it's eight or nine dollars, mm-hmm. and nobody would know. But it, it just Pretty some amazing things. And you've been in this business for a long period of time. Yeah, and it. But that was mind. that's that's a thing that I need to pay more attention to when a cigar doesn't have flavor change to it. I, I got to take it apart. Well, uh, Dave takes them all apart anyway. Yeah. He loves That's, doing that. And I get some surprises, right? I got yeah. a surprise. Oh, my God. It's completely short filled. You love it's this shit. It's not a Cuban. I love this shit. I love this shit. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between plume and mold? Uh, nothing. nothing. It's all mold. It's all mold. <laughs> it's all mold. I've been there, too. I've been, I've been thinking there was, and there wasn't, and it's mold. Uh, what, is, uh, what about big brand names on cheap cigars? Are they actually the same? No. Usually not. Big brand, cheap cigars are made for that purpose. Online, deep discounters, something by this company, I especially by. I can tell, I can I'm going to get in trouble now. I know for a fact of at least four companies. Yeah, don't say who they are. Five companies <laughs> that sell the rights to their name on a band to discount houses. Oh, yeah, because they can't even make the cigar yep, that right. cheap. I won't make it a cigar, but I'll give you my name for X amount of cents it, per as cigar. As little as 10 to 25 cents was the highest mm-hmm. I ever saw. Mm-hmm. That here's a bunch of bands. Here's 1,000 bands at 25 cents. Give me $2,500, 25 cents, mm-hmm. and here's 1,000 bands. They're not using those $32,000 no, bands. No, they're man. not using those bands. No. Uh, it exists. It's happening. Have all cigars been draw tested? No, uh, by far. Although uh, rollers have been improving over the years and there's less problems existed, the draw master machine can make sure, as most um, factories display one or two in their factory, few use them on a regular basis. Now, with new rollers and the demand speeding up and rolling more problems, could happen and is happening, turn those machines on and use them. Do cigar ratings matter? No, not anymore. In the early 90s, it could make or break a brand no longer. The fact is, lowest rated cigars are some of the best sellers that are out there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite the... I don't, know if, I don't think it hurts you, but it hurts in, in some ways when we're going to see Cigar of the Year that they can't keep up with manufacturing and ends up hurting their brand uh in the long run but but to a certain degree i've seen it help the brands where you may not have the brand that made it but you have its cousin sitting on the shelf right there uh, people are willing to try yeah is there any 10 year old tobacco left are the blend ingredients even what the manufacturers say they are no 
uh, sure, a bail here and a bail there uh, if business in, if business is bad to keep the tobacco. I'm going to name names on this one because it's a funny story, but there is a bale of Cuban tobacco in the basement at the J.C. Newman facility. From the they, 50s. They show it to you on the tour, so I'm not letting the cat out of the bag yeah. here. And They don't was, use it, though. It was because Stanford Newman would be asked the question, do you still have Cuban tobacco right after the embargo? And he said, yes, I do. He didn't say he was putting it in the cigar. He just right. said, yes, I do. And people continued buying the cigars. Yeah. As for the ingredients uh, or blend the manufacturer says that they use, a lot of the time, it's not true at all. Maybe at one time, that was their blend, and it changed as certain tobaccos became not available. Also, they don't want anyone copying their tobacco. We know a manufacturer that does that. He says it's different, so nobody copies the blend. Uh, and it, they use different things. Big names and little guys are telling white lies of what their blends are. And if you use the word non-disclosed, it looks like uh, you're not doing things for the cigar media, and they don't like that either. So you start, the, the best thing to do is just make it up, uh, <laughs> is, is what I hear from manufacturers. I don't want to say it is, so I'm just going to make it up. Well, there's, there's interesting because there is one manufacturer that does tastings, and they tout that they use two tobaccos. Yeah. There's other companies that have cigars made in their factory. And they're talking about other tobaccos, and... They don't have it. They don't have it. They have two tobaccos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they say right. it on the tour. Right, right. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, let's take uh, get to the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Mr. Jonathan, I think champion. I am. I he think is. you've been. I think you're on a roll lately because you're getting close to the end of the year. I'm studying, and now yep. you want to gear up for yeah, it. I'm well, studying. Well, you'd have to go way back for this one, so I'm going to start with you. Mayflower pilgrims come ashore in Plymouth Bay, traditionally uh, thought to be Plymouth Rock in Massachusetts. Today, what year? Ed Sullivan's going to know it, but I'm going to say 1501. 1501. Mayflowers. Barry, you're up. Yeah, I'm thinking. So you, I'm going 1492. 1492. I'm going to say cookies. When, Can I say cookies? Cookies? Uh, 1492. Wow, I'm surprised, Ed Sullivan. It's sooner. 1620. So I get it. Columbus came in 1492. Right. The Mayflower. I, Mayflower would have been after I, that. They had to have known that the world was round. I'm not as old as you, so I wasn't there. No, but there. that was a school thing, right? 1620, isn't that a... a... I don't really well, give I'm, a shit. I'm shocked. I don't really give a what shit about What did you study pilgrims. in college? English and oh, American English. literature. Oh, American literature, not American history. No, nailed I don't know anything about American history. So no points were awarded. I, on I got a point. You said John 1620. I said 1501. Yeah. Oh, all right. Jonathan, We're going over. Jonathan's winning. All right. Jonathan's winning again. I hope he wins. All right. Barry Stein. You ready for this? Yes. Magnum P.I. starring 
Tom Selleck premiered on CBS today. What year was that? Magnum P.I. 1983. 1983. 1978. 78. 1979. 79. 80 was the answer, but Mr. Jonathan. Did he really write that down, Dave, or he's just cheating right as usual? It is. Because last week he cheated on that thing. He gave away our cookies. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> but in fairness to I him. Thought, <laughs> he, I thought we were being nicer to me for the second hour. He, right. over, he overheard it, to be honest with you. I kind of like cookies, though. Yeah, yeah. I got accused of being a liar last week. All right, last question. <laughs> you guys are going to need two points to win. I got two uh, tiebreakers in case. I don't have any tie. hope today. Uh, over to Mr. Jonathan. Over to Ed Sullivan. Bernie Madoff was arrested and charged with security fraud in $50 billion Ponzi scheme. He was arrested and charged today. What year was that? Cookies. Cookies. Uh, <laughs> 2000. Mr. Jonathan goes first. Mr. No, it's Ed Sullivan's turn. Yeah. I went, Barry went, now it's Ed. Oh, yeah, okay. 2011, I guess. 2011. 2006. Six. 2005. Five. It was 2008. Mr. Jonathan will take that point, too. He gets all the points. It's a shutout. Yeah. He doesn't do shit all year. Yeah, we December had... comes, and he friggin' kills you guys. The problem is we haven't been able to get past the cookies the whole show. Although, no. in his defense, and I'm usually the last one to defend him, he, he wouldn't have been able to research the arrest date of Bernie Madoff. No. You don't expect that coming. No, you didn't expect any. What you expect is is the Mayflower, maybe, that would pop up uh, as happening this day. But Magnum P.I. But I guess preparing. 1501, I left 119 dates on the table. Right. When it's not did, quite, a, it's, not a, it's not a winning strategy. I clearly no. didn't study for anything. When did the movie Wall Street come out? Today. What year? Today? 1980. Yeah, 80. 87. You know what? I think cookies are for closers, Dave. Here we go. <laughs> Play Gary Glenn Ross is not on the list. Barry, this one was a slam dunk for you. Yeah. Playboy magazine publishes last nude issue featuring Pamela Anderson on the cover. The last nude issue. That wasn't too long 97. ago because the girl, the yeah. daughter got, no, it was late in that. I'm going to say 2007. 10. 15. 2010. 15? Yeah. Seven years ago. Then Barry has a subscription to Hustler, not Playboy. Yes. Do you I'm know? a big fan of the beaver hunt. <laughs> Leave it to beaver. Fuck. <laughs> and it starts with an apology from from Jonathan and ends with an apology from me. I'm sorry, folks. I can only rile these guys in for an hour and 50 minutes. After that, forget it. It's off the rails. So, uh, final thoughts here on Aroa. PCA 2021 Cameroon Yamastron. He always stretches these words out. His it goes, things, yeah. Because he wants you to know everything uh, you can on it. Uh, it's an hour-long smoke anyway. Yeah. It's a slow burner. Yeah. So you look at it and say it's expensive for a Robusto, but is it expensive for an hour-long enjoyment? Maybe not. Good cigar. And this it's quite is, good. We still have them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just got the 6 by 60s in. Okay. Uh, we ordered 5x50, the 1118, and the 6x60. They sent us maybe 10% of a 5x50 order. They just sent us one box of the 6x60. Huh. We got like 19 of them back order, <clears throat> and they've yet to send the 1118. And the year 2021 is almost it's over. over. Almost yes. over. Yeah. This is the year of, uh, we didn't make it, right? There's going to be a <laughs> lot of 2021. 
I wonder automobiles and stuff are going to come in next year and they're going to be the 2021s because they're yeah. waiting. For, everybody's waiting for furniture, uh, cars, appliances. Everything is crazy, including cigars. Cream cheese, I saw this yeah, week. Yeah, you, you know. can't get a schmear. No I got cream cheese in my fridge. Do you? Yeah, it's organic A2 to- milk. Yeah, because that stuff is all available if you want to overpay or <laughs> organic, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right, it that's was like it. 56 cents more than the regular cream cheese. It's All worth right. it. It's All a right. lot. All right, that's it for the show. Uh, next week, I've been working on a cigar blend, and I thought I'd bring you guys into it. What goes into making a blend? What are the basics, and what does it really come down to? We're going to go into this a little bit. It would take many, many shows to really get deep, deep into it, but we're going to give you the basic part of it. Guaranteed two-hour coin story next week is what he's telling right. you. Right. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. You didn't learn jack shit this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes you The Cigar Authority. Cookies! Cookies! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.